I'm preaching for a few moments this morning on influences. Influences. Thank you. The Bible declares that the devil is the prince of the power of the air, the airwaves, the radio, among other things that be controlled by demonic influence, whether it's radio, television, internet, it's very easy to ascertain quickly who controls it. And if we're not careful and we don't control the direction of the knobs and the directions of the buttons, we will fall upon things that can be very influential as you sleep overnight or as you ponder through the rest of your day. Hallelujah. Can already feel a little bit of pushback in the atmosphere. So I know I'm on the right track. Paul wrote to Ephesus in Ephesians 2 and 2. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You need to understand that the world doesn't need any help getting more rebellious, being more disobedient. There is a spirit that is in the atmosphere that works in tandem with drug abuse, drug addiction, alcohol, hard liquor, crack, coke, and marijuana, and heroin. There is a spirit that works with that. In fact, the clubs will commercialize it, and they will tell you inside here, we have wine and spirits. You've got to be careful where you go because you don't know what kind of spirit that is operating in that house. With the power behind the economics of sex trafficking, and our children, our babies, our teenagers are being trafficked and sold. I'm telling you, there is a sick spirit that is in this world that is after this generation that's coming up in the body of Christ and the potential in the next one. The enemy wants to stop it. He wants to flood airways with agnostic thoughts and atheistic ideas. He wants to do everything he can to thwart the threat of God's people advancing through our children, through our young people, professors that are agnostic and atheists that think they have enough smarts but don't have the intelligence to know there is a God that shall not fail. To teachers in a public school system that wants to throw around the idea of a secular system and not just push the idea, but go overboard with all the mess that's been concocted right out of hell. From our great capital right to every major city in our country. Saints of God, there are influences that you have to be cautious of. I have almost absolutely quit watching any late night news. I'm tired of hearing about the mess our city's in. I'm tired of hearing about one more murder. I'm tired of hearing about one more abortion. I'm tired of hearing about another lie out of a politician. I'm tired of hearing about another preacher who quit and gave up. I'm tired of hearing about the lies and the facade that's painted. The devil is a liar. Enough is enough. You got to cut off yeah. your bad influences. Subtil, not subtle, subtil. Subtil shows up three times in your Bible. It means shrewd and crafty and sly. 
And the Bible said that this devil, this serpent, was more crafty, shrewd, and sly than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. So it is apparent to recognize that the fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree because everything we deal with in terms of the enemy's influence is shrewd and crafty and sly. For those of you that say I'm a good person, I'm not necessarily saved, but I'm a good person. Let me tell you what the Bible said in Matthew 6 and verse 24. No man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. There's no gray area. There's no in-between. There's no good people getting to go to good heaven. There's no you might slide by and make it. There's no you might just get in by the skin of your teeth. You will get in because you're intentional about going. You will get in because you're washed in the blood. You can say Muhammad and Allah all day long and nothing happens, but when you call on the name of Jesus, hell tremble. Everybody needs to know by now that there are six major media giants that control 90% of the news outlets. So 90% of the news outlets in America are controlled from six major media giants. Romans 11, 17, don't be alarmed. The Bible says, and if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive tree, Come on, you don't have to raise your hand, but you know you are a wild olive tree. I got about three of you, and a whole bunch of little saints are hiding out in the, in the building. <clears throat> Wirt, W-E-R-T. Graft in among them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree. I got happy Wednesday night, Spencer, just so you know, my son-in-law here. I got happy talking about my son and talking about our covenant and talking about our relationship. And then I got happy thinking about my two daughters. My daughter is married to this man that's on the front row. But since he's been grafted into our family, what belongs to my son and two daughters now belongs to him as well. So I'm praying that Spencer prays for his father-in-law. God bless him real good because he can't take it with him and he's got to leave it to somebody. And I've got three children that are my blood and whoever they marry gets grafted into the family. So whatever is mine and theirs is also his. You all need to understand that I'm not a Jew, but I've been grafted into the vine. I'm washed, I'm saved, I'm... I do apologize. I felt the spirit of my father come down and touch me right on the shoulder. Got into my heart and then shot into my feet. My hands felt it. I had to lay this mechanism down and I had to bless the Lord over my soul and all that is within me. 
You see, I'm not afraid to tell you I love him. I'm not afraid to tell you I'm overwhelmingly incapacitated when I feel his presence hit me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. And I will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let's give God a shout of praise. Woo! People, people can oftentimes be stuck in a holding pattern because of the way they were raised and the influences over their lifetime. You see me dressed the way I dress today because of my influences. You hear me preach with the freedom that I preach because of my influences. I'm not trying to emulate anybody. This is naturally what happens when the presence of God gets to moving on me. If you have ever heard my family talk about me, they will tell you that my dad is mild-mannered, that my dad is quiet, that he at home is very quiet. I don't walk around at the house preaching like this. Jill, can you make me a sandwich, baby? Hallelujah. And wiping sweat. I walk around the house quietly, but oh my goodness, something happens, yeah. See, I've been to Israel a couple times, and when I'm getting off that plane, I can already vision, oh, three little children running up an escalator, and a wife getting ready to wrap her arms around me, and I'm telling you, I just don't look at them and go, hey. Carly is running. When she was little, her little pigtails were going everywhere. Chelsea's out in front. Nicholas has got to be first. And then Jill's going, okay, guys. But I'm telling you, when I see them, I get overwhelmed. I get happy, amen. And I just don't go, hey. I say, hey. <laughs> I say, come here, baby. I pick them up. They all climb up on me. I'm telling you, when I see the Lord, when I feel his presence in my life, y'all go to be quiet if you want to but I got to thank him you have influences 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 on the shoes I wear the socks I have on the belt I have on influences Influences. My dad is an influence in my life. My mother is an influence in my life. So when you hear me preach, you hear my mama. You hear my dad come out of me. Every once in a while, you might hear me talk like my dad because he's got one of them distinct voices that when he talks to people, he throws jabs every time he talks at them. That's how he does. Where you at? Where, where you been? How you doing? He jabs them little speeches at you. He's like a fighter when he talks. He just hits. <laughs> but God has blessed him with favor to talk to people. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and so I inherited that. My grandparents, Hemp and Mabel, come out of me now and again. Charles and Rosa come out of me. Amen. Don't sit there. I know what you're doing right now. You're sitting there going, ooh, God, I hope my grandparents don't come out of me. <laughs> You came out of them. Did that just hit anybody? Their influences are built into you. However, in the spirit, 
their influences as well who you connect yourself to, who you are connected with, because everybody needs somebody that will help you, encourage you, push you, and challenge you at times. Everybody needs a father. Everybody here needs a pastor. I need a pastor. If I go without a covering, I can feel it. When I haven't heard from my dad, I start getting concerned. When I haven't talked to my family, I start getting concerned because I'm in covenant with them. I'm in relationship with them. They influence me. They help me. They protect me. They watch out for me. Hey, Dad, did you check your Facebook page? Hey, Dad, did you see what happened? Hey, Dad, are you aware of this? Hey, honey, I need to tell you something. Are you driving? Where are you? I need to talk to you. Something's going on. You probably need to know about it. They protect me. They help me. They push me. They challenge me. But they are an influence over me as well. I've got to watch who influences me. There are some people I don't mind talking to. And then there are some people that I know they're just trying to go from church to church to church and influence people. They don't like church. They can't stand preachers. And they hate it when you take up an offering. Now you must admit that if you were in charge of hell and they called you the devil, what would you do? I'd want to shut a church down. I'd tell them not to be pro-preacher, pro-pastor, and I'd certainly tell them do not support a church. That devil is a liar. You've got to watch who influences your life. The preachers that speak to you, the preachers that love you, the preachers that encourage you, you become a resemblance of them because they have fathered you and encouraged you. Thank God for people that stopped and helped me. Thank God for people that pushed on me thank God for the Holy Ghost that said raise your hand I said yeah he said move your feet I said yeah yeah Woo. some people are stuck however in a holding pattern because of the childhood influences they've had for you girls that were messed with by a man that was much older than you. Come on, God, help me preach now. I want to help you overcome the vivid memories and the pictures and the clips that recirculate over and over in your mind. You see it, you feel it, you smell it, you, all of the stuff that goes with it. Come on, God, help me preach. We are here to get that out of you. We are here to get you over that. We are here to tell you that is not a man, not a real man. We are here to tell you that devil is a liar. Be free, woman, thou art loosed. Young boys that were messed with by men and you grew up and here you are sitting in the church wondering what am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to do? And who am I supposed to be with? I'm confused. You're not confused. The enemy tried to jump on your back and sell you a lie and he's still a liar today. And I come by to tell you that that is not a real man. A real man doesn't have to touch you. A real man doesn't get intimate with you. He gets your heart. He encourages you. He challenges you and he helps you be the best you you can I, I promise you that's not in my notes but I felt the Holy Ghost on it I'm going to preach on young lady God has a supernatural 
miraculous miracle of a young man that's going to walk into your life that you're going to first date and then you're going to marry. To the young men that are here, he's got a godly woman. Right now, a young lady that is waiting on you. She is keeping herself pure and unspotted from the mess because she wants to present herself to you on the wedding day. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, young people, don't be influenced by the world what Hollywood does and jump bed to bed, relationship to relationship, and just get a hookup now and again. I come by to preach it real today. Influences. That devil is her. Glad the children aren't in here today. You can do things right now that will mess up your married life. You can do things right now that will mess up your life. I'm trying to keep you from it. And if you're appalled at how I'm preaching, then I wouldn't send my kid to school. I'm not being arrogant, I'm being bold, I promise you. I love, our, I love our children and I love our young people. I'm just sick and tired of this hell coming up in our lives every day. And I'm here to grab up a Bible behind this pulpit and microphone and say, devil, we are pushing back. We are tired of it. Influence. Influence. People that are raised in the city are going to have different learning patterns than those raised in the country. Same holds true for people that are brought up in a different country based on agriculture, geographic layout, ethnicity, culture. They dress, they think, they act different than anyone else because of their patterns. And I can tell you I've been to several foreign countries. Been to the Philippines, Manila, I've been to Hong Kong. Amen. Where else have I been? Paris. Sometimes the car we drive, the clothes we put on, and even the hairstyle we have is identical to the one of our parents. Sometimes I see people that are living the dream of their parents through their children, and it's not their own. Some of you parents need to understand they're not in a diaper anymore. They're 19. You can't live through them anymore. Oh, I'm living the dream through my child. Stop it. You are ruining them. Stop smothering them. Oh, my Lord. That's not my notes either. Hallelujah. Okay, so moving forward, there's going to be a lot of things I say, apparently, that are not in my notes. So y'all just touch your neighbor and say, I hope you got your seatbelt on this morning. One of the toughest things to overcome in your Christian life is to change the pattern of your life. The pattern. The pattern. The pa I've always done it that way. That's how my mom did it. That's how my dad. Cereal goes up above the refrigerator. Milk goes on the right. This is how I've always done it. But you got married, and now somebody else wants to put the cereal somewhere else, and the milk doesn't go on the right. But I've always done it that way. I always have a watch them call it before I go to bed. I've got to have a mound bar. No, you don't. And here come the texts. <laughs> Romans 12, 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
Pursue the pattern, verse 7, and all things showing thyself a pattern of good works and doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, and sincerity, which means your feet are on the ground. You're not moved by everything everybody says, and you can sit and have somebody tell you all day that they're Jesus only, and you should be too, and you just smile at them and say, we can agree to disagree, it's okay. I'm firm, I'm committed, and I'm affirmed in what I believe, and God's given me a revelation. You can say it all day, go to the water and do it all day long you want to, but I'm telling you, saints of God, that's not the Bible. And I, there's another rabbit trail right there, and I'm going to leave it alone. In the book of 2 Samuel chapter 20, Sheba's on the run from Joab. Sheba enters behind the walls of a city that was in danger because of his presence. Joab and his men battered the wall to throw it down, but a wise woman of the city explained, I'm one of them that are peaceable and faithful in Israel. There was a woman behind the wall that had some influence. There was a woman behind the wall that had some influence. I can hear the Holy Ghost saying right now, I'm one of them, I'm one of them, I'm one of them, I'm one of them. To those who try to put anything behind those gates and walls that God has sanctified and consecrated, God has given us the wise counsel of the Spirit to disqualify voices and people that are not of God and cast down strongholds and imaginations. And the wise woman of the city pretty much yelled over and said, what do we need to do for you to go away? And they said, he's got to come out. She said, better yet, I'm paraphrasing, I will throw his head over the wall. Chop, grabbed him by the hair, boom, head goes flying over the wall and the trouble is over. Some of you, the trouble will be over when you cut off the head of the voice that keeps telling you you're not good enough, not bright enough, not pretty enough, not going to fit in anywhere. You need to stand up and say, devil, you are liar today. Come on, somebody. Stand up and help me preach if you ever had to deal with that. This is all that God gave me. It is the job of the enemy to pollute the mind of every believer and non-believer alike with his doubt and fear. That is an example of one gate that's bombarded on a daily basis with what to listen to and what to discard. Your ear gates are extremely important to direction, counsel, blessing, and life. Whom you feel your walls battered by God to discard something. When you feel it, discard it. Get rid of it. Recognize what it is. Cut the head off of doubt and fear and cast it over the wall. The city was saved by throwing over what hindered it and what was trying to influence and what was trying to hold it back. When I was growing up, first of all, they preached hell was very hot. Preachers could preach and make you feel like you just got touched by it. They said things like your flesh won't melt off and your mind can't get over it. You'll scream the rest of your life through eternity. I mean, man, you felt like hell. You could hear fire popping and cracking. And they come in and told us, you listen to that rock and roll music, that rot gut bunch of junk. And they'd get up and put a record on a turntable, put the needle on the other side, spin the record backward, and the devil talked in that music. Man, it's sad to say 2021, you don't even have to back it up. Just listen to what they're saying. 
I don't want my children listening to that junk. And I sure enough don't want my grandbabies listening to that junk. I've heard people say that stuff doesn't bother me. Music doesn't bother me. I can listen to some Skinner. I can listen to some Tuesdays Gone with the Wind. I can listen to some Freebird. It don't mess with my spirit. And three months later, they're backslidden. Because they said it wouldn't mess with them. You better understand that didn't originate by God. God's not going to give you a song called Tuesdays Gone with the Wind, Peaceful, Easy Feeling, and just another tequila sunrise. Waking up from a bad headache and a hangover and let me get another shot. I don't want my children listening to it. I don't want my grandbabies listening to it. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? You better muster up some conviction now because the influences of hell will come right through your radio and right through your television. I'm not interested in filling the Holy Ghost and doing the boot scooting boogie or the watermelon crawl. I want to feel my feet come off the ground because he pulled me up out of the miry clay and established me. Anybody go help me preach now or you're feeling convicted. Y'all want some more? All right. There's a major push to place voices in various forms through your ear gates to inside your mind. From music to voicemails, audible books, it's been made very easy to listen, learn, and isolate from the world. Everywhere you look, someone has headphones or earbuds putting something from a device in their ears connected to the gateway of their mind. Like anything else, these devices can be blessings but also beneficial for the enemy to trip us up. If I filled my mind with some of the trash on the radio, I'd need something too. If it wasn't for the goodness of God. Let me talk about the power of music really quick and I'm going to try to, never mind. Because I can't. If you want to keep your brain, the power of music, if you want to keep your brain engaged throughout the aging process, Listening to or playing music is a great tool to do that. It provides a total brain workout. Research has shown that listening to music can reduce anxiety, blood pressure, and pain as well as improve sleep quality, mood, mental alertness, and memory. And especially Todd Hoskins' latest CD, Count It All Joy. I made up that last part. Can I keep preaching? You want to know how powerful a song is? Do you want to know how powerful that a song is? When Moses took Joshua into the tabernacle of congregation in Deuteronomy chapter 31, the Lord appeared there in a pillar of cloud, and it stood over the door of the tabernacle. Moses had to hand off what he had been assigned to do to those that were going to be able to enter the promised land. Come on, Jesus. God told Moses to tell Joshua, Joshua, this is what you're going to do. This is how it's going to happen. And let me warn you, 
Those people are going to be rebellious. And when they get food in their belly and things are going well, they're going to forget about me. So here's what I'm going to do. You would think, what's God going to do to tell Moses, to tell Joshua to do this? Is he going to get a rod and beat them when they mess up? Is he going to have a timeout corner? Is he going to get a whip and let them have it when they mess up? No. He said, I'm going to write a song. And Moses, I'm going to give it to you. And you're going to give it to the children of Israel so that they never forget who I am. And that song, Deuteronomy chapter 32. That is how powerful a song is. That is how powerful a song is. You have to be cautious of what you listen to and what's inside your brain. At any given time and anywhere in our country, I could walk into a train station and say, bye, bye, Miss American Pie. <clears throat> there you go. How does that happen? How does that happen? They play it over and over and over and over. Now today you can't do that because I can't even understand half of what they're saying in the music. You can't even do that. Or they, they sing that screaming stuff and they get in them. I'm not even going to do I can do it, but I'm not even going to do it. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's influence. I, I, I want to revisit this quickly. You need to feed the fatherly influences in your life. Stop waiting on fathers to track you down. You'll know who they are. I can tell you as a pastor, I have fatherly influences in the spirit, and I have a very good natural one. Checks on me most daily and my family. Thank you, Daddy. And thank you, Jesus. But I can tell you there are fatherly spiritual authorities that are in my life as well. 